The Atlanta Braves find their frontline starter to add to the rotation and Chris Sale, one we didn't see coming in a trade with the Red Sox, sending out Von Grissom. Braves also getting a ton of money back in this deal as well to help cover the contract for Chris Sale. Chris Sale, what a deal by Alex Anthopoulos. We'll discuss everything happening in this trade on today's bonus episode of Lockdown Braves. So let's get into it. You are Locked On Braves, your daily Atlanta Braves podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, welcome back to Locked On Braves, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, where we cover your favorite Atlanta sports teams each and every day. I am your host, Jake Mastriani. You can follow me on social media at shortstopball. Also, make sure you check out my written work over at bravestoday.com, where I know we already have an article up and we'll have more coming your way to cover this trade with Chris Sale. Make sure you follow the podcast on social media at LockedOn underscore Brave. Send in any questions, comments, or feedback that you have for the podcast. Always enjoy hearing from you. Make sure that you subscribe on YouTube if you're new, getting close to 8,500 subscribers on YouTube. So thanks so much for the support there. If you're listening on the audio version, I appreciate you as well. If you could, give me a five-star review there to help support us here at Lockdown Braves. Thank you for all your support of Locked On Braves becoming part of this community. This is a live breaking news podcast about the Chris Sale trade with the Boston Red Sox sending Von Grissom to Boston. We're going to cover everything about this trade and what it means going forward. Winners, losers. I think I think you can pretty definitively say the Braves won this deal. Uh, it is you know a short term. We'll get into all of that. Uh, but certainly able to find somebody who, if healthy, and again, we'll get into all of that, is you know still a very, very good pitcher. So I'll break down all of that. Again, it is a live episode. Uh, I want to thank Michael McCord, Derek Reichard, M. Pat in here as well. Joel Nestor, it's me, A.J. Evans, Garrett Clemens, Skate Baker, Jackson, Corey Carter, Alberto, Flaverto, Leland, Jeffrey Humphreys, John Edward, Jeff Holton, uh, Kenneth Clark, Fletcher, John Edwards, again, Michael Warren, so many people in here. JL, thank you so much for this, for jumping on here live with me to discuss all this. I'll try to get some of your comments as we go through this. Derek Reichard saying, such a low flyer for $10.5 million. That's kind of where I'm at right now. Again, we'll get into the specifics of the deal, or go ahead and give those to you now. The trade is... Vaughn Grissom from the Braves going to the Boston Red Sox for Chris Sale, and the Red Sox are sending back $17 million the Braves way in this deal. Now, looking at Chris Sale's contract, set to make uh, $27 million in 2024, and then has a $20 million vesting option for 2025, where I believe he has to finish so high in the Cy Young voting in order for that to vest uh, if he finishes in the top 10 in the 2024 Cy Young voting. And if that happens, I think the Braves will gladly pick up that $20 million vesting option. It would essentially be replacing Charlie Morton. So uh, that would also be in his age 36 season. Upcoming is going to be his age 35 season, where again, he's making $27.5 million, but the Red Sox are paying for $17 million of that. So it is such a low flyer on $10.5 million for Chris Sale. And... I'll go ahead and give you my initial thoughts on it. Well, let's let's break down Chris Sell here quickly, just for those of you who aren't familiar 
with Chris Sale because he's kind of been out of the spotlight spotlight for a while here because of injuries. But um, as I mentioned, 34 right now, turns 35 in March, drafted by in the first round by the White, White Sox, 13th overall in 2010, a seven-time All-Star. He's finished in the side, top five of the Cy Young um, you know, several times, hasn't quite won it, finished second in the Cy Young voting in 2017. As mentioned, he's a seven-time All-Star, all of those coming between 2012 and 2018. Since then, it's been a bit rocky for Chris Sale, not necessarily the production, but just being able to stay on the mound. In 2019, 147 innings at 4.40 ERA, and then in 2021, just 42 innings, obviously didn't pitch in 2020. And then just those 42 innings in 2021, just five innings in 2022. But this last season, able to get up over the 100-inning mark again and still pretty solid results. A 4.30 ERA, uh, 2.5 walk per nine, and 11 K per nine. So still able to get some big strikeouts, a 1.13 whip as well. So very good stuff from Chris Sale this past year. So when healthy, again, he still has been really, really good, but it's a lot of time missed between 2019 and 2023, but the Braves are hoping, you know, getting back over the 100-inning mark last year, hopefully he's healthy. And again, when he's healthy, he can pitch like a top-of-the-rotation arm. It's a 13-year career for Chris Sale, a 3.10 ERA for his career, 11.1 K per nine at 1.0047 whips. So, I mean, this is a guy who has just been really good in his career. He is at the end of it. But again, I think he proved enough last year that still when healthy, that he has good enough stuff to still be a middle top of the rotation type pitcher. The way I kind of look at this with Chris Sale is that you're almost getting another kind of Charlie Morton type of guy. Somebody who's a veteran, somebody who's been really good in his career, and somebody when he's on his game can still pitch like a top of the rotation pitcher. You look at his baseball savant page, still a lot of red there from last year. His expected ERA, 3.61, so again, much lower than his actual ERA. You looked at his expected batting average, 85th percentile at a 211 expected batting average. Average exit velocity again, 73rd percentile. Chase, he still gets a lot of chase. It's a left-handed pitcher. Mentioned that as well. A very funky angle that he has that can be very deceptive to hitters. I know you can't compare reality with uh, video game, but I always struggle against Chris Sale in MLB The Show because it's just a odd delivery that he pitches from, but a 92, 92nd percentile in chase percentage, 75th in whip percentage, 88th in K percentage, and 75th in walk percentage. So it's a guy who still doesn't walk a lot and can still strike out a lot. To me, that sounds even better than Charlie Morton, who still strikes out a lot but will walk a ton as well and doesn't give up a lot of hits. A 211 expected batting average against last year for Chris Sale. Again, Braves are hoping he can stay healthy, and that's a big if. He hasn't pitched a lot, but if he can, this guy still has really good stuff, and you saw it last year. And the Braves, again, are hoping and banking on that for 2024 and getting something good out of him 93.9 miles per hour per hour average on the four seam fastball last year slider at 77.8 miles per hour uh getting big whiff rates only for almost a 40 percent whiff rate last year on that slider also has a change up that sits at about 86 miles per hour 
and a sinker as well that he'll mix in just a little bit. But mainly fastball slider changeup, again, from that funky arm angle that he has. A really, really good pitcher, Chris Sale, in his career. You're getting him, again, for Von Grissom in 10, 10 and a half million. So I really like the deal. I think it's a really solid trade for the Braves, a way that you, you don't have to give up much, you don't have to spend much, and you get somebody who, again, still last year when he's on, proved that he can be a top of the rotation arm. So I really like this trade for the Braves. There is obviously risk in this, but again, you're giving up, and I'll get it to Von Grissom here in a moment, but you're giving up a player who you couldn't find a spot for. And when you traded for Jared Kelnick, the writing was pretty much on the wall for Von Grissom. He wasn't going to play for the Braves. And so you're giving up somebody that you couldn't use. You're getting a pitcher who you can use. And when he's on is a top of the rotation type of arm. And you're getting him for $10.5 million. Uh, that seems to me on the service from a Braves perspective, like a very good deal. I know I've had a Red Sox uh, fan reach out to me, Nathan Straw, saying that this is a massive steal for the Sox. You're getting six years of control of on Grissom. I get that. But with the Red Sox, and maybe Nathan sent this to me before he saw the money coming back from the Red Sox. And, and maybe not, because I see as I go through his conversation that he's still talking about the Red Sox being able to shed 10 millions and you know get six years of on Grissom. Sure, that's fine. I get that, but from the Braves' perspective, they weren't going to use Von Grissom. And you're getting somebody who's a mid-rotation type of arm with top-of-the-rotation upside for $10 million. I mean, in my mind, for where the Braves are, that's a massive win for the Atlanta Braves, in my opinion. Hopefully that's good for the Red Sox, too, and I wish the best to Von Grissom. And again, I want to get to that side of things here in a moment, but I just can't see how this isn't a huge win for the Braves in this deal and what they are getting. And I see Eric Foe saying terrible trade. So certainly not everybody agrees with me out here, but uh, yeah, as Chad Gillette says, I like this better than giving up AJ Smith, Shaver and Waldrop. And I, I do too. I mean, look, would I take Dylan Cease or Chris sell right now? I would take Dylan Cease just because of the durability that you have with him. But if you're not going to extend Cease and you don't think that's a possibility, I'd much rather have sale on this type of deal. And he does have, you know, another option here, like I said, for 2025. I would much rather have sale and just the potential that you have with him. So I, I like this deal for the Braves. I think it's a slam dunk win. I won't say win. I think both teams could win in this deal. You know, like Nathan told me and was messaged with me on Twitter. I think it's a good deal for the Red Sox. You know, they save some money. They're able to get a player in Von Grissom. They have a lot of control under. That's great for them, maybe for where the Red Sox are. Maybe they consider this a win. But from the Braves' perspective, I think it's a huge win because you're getting a really good starter for $10 million and you're getting rid of a player that you weren't going to use anyway and that you didn't have a spot for. So I love this move for the Braves. I think it's an absolutely Big win for the Braves to get another big-time arm. Next, I want to get to the other side of it as well, talk about Von Grissom, get some more of your comments, and talk about what this means going forward, are the Braves done, what does this rotation look like, how good can it be. We'll discuss more of that here next. 
Get in on the action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time than right now. You got the college football bowl games going on. I was glad to break away from the terrible Auburn game to come record this podcast, but there's a lot of bowl games going on, college football playoff happening on New Year's Day. You got NFL season coming to an end of the playoffs right around the corner, and then you got NBA and NHL in full swing for their regular season. So, so much sports action going on right now that you can get in on over at FanDuel.com slash on. Their app is also so easy to use, and they have a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. They already have their future bets out for next year for Major League Baseball. If you want to go check that out, you can see Ronald and Spencer Strider are the NL MVP and NL Cy Young favorites right now. Braves are not the favorites to win the World Series anymore, falling behind the Dodgers with all their moves, but they're still right there in the mix. And certainly this trade for Chris Chris Sale has to help them out a little bit. So go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get in on all that action. Also visit FanDuel.com slash PlaySafe for tools and resources to help you stay in control of the way you play. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, I also want to remind you, Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Let's get back into this trade for Chris Sale, sending Vaughn Grissom to the Boston Red Sox. Want well, again, appreciate you and thank you so much for joining me here live to discuss this. We're up over 350 people in here live. So thank you so much for that. See Clinton Darnell saying, I don't like it. Sell is old and beat up and injury prone. And that is the risk. And I get that. I certainly do. But you're getting it for 10 million. It, you're, if you were if you made this trade and there wasn't this much money coming back to the Braves and you were paying him 27 and a half million. Yeah, I, I wouldn't like it, but you're taking a $10 million flyer that Chris Sale can give you 100, 120, 130 innings. I, I like that. I, I will take that all day long. So that you know, that is kind of where my mind goes to it with Chris Sale. I get it. He's injury prone. Very certainly you know, might not get much from him this year. And that's another thing, too, like we talked about with Glass now and trading for him. If I was going to make that deal, I'd put him in bubble wrap until the postseason. Kind of similar with Chris Sale here. If you could just get him to the postseason, you know, and use him there, um, you know, that's kind of what you're hoping for with Chris Sale. Although I look at his postseason numbers here, not very good. A 6.35 ERA in 34 innings in the postseason, a 1.44 whip, uh, but a 12.4 K per nine. Um, so again, probably a little bit of bad luck there in the postseason. But still, Chris Sale, again, for $10 million. I think that's the thing that Braves fans got to focus on is that you're getting Chris Sale. You're taking a shot on Chris Sale for $10 million. But, yes, you are giving up Von Grissom. So let's talk about Von Grissom here for a moment. Maybe you got some Red Sox listeners in here as well as we're approaching now 400 people in here live with us. If you're looking at this from a Red Sox perspective and what you are getting in Von Grissom, you're getting a, a really solid – bat to ball contact type of hitter you're getting a really great guy 
Uh, first and foremost, I, I love Von Grissom, just his personality and his character. I wanted that to remain on this team. But you're getting in the player, you're getting somebody who doesn't have a spot defensively, couldn't win the job at shortstop because of his defense, is getting moved around to the outfield to try to give him a spot to play in the field. It's somebody who is a contact hitter, not a ton of power, not a ton of speed either, and doesn't really have a home in the field. I love Von Grissom. I really do. If you've been listening to this podcast, I've said all along, I hope the Braves keep Von Grissom because I like having that utility insurance. You can use him in a Chris Taylor type of role. They'll use him off the bench. Um, use him to give guys a day off, play second, play short. He's been playing third in the Puerto Rican League, and now he's getting time in left field. That's the ultimate role that I see for Von Grissom is that Chris Taylor type of player who you know maybe isn't a superstar, but somebody that can come in, you know, put the bat on the ball. I think he can hit 280 in the big leagues. I think he probably will one day. And I think he's going to give you double-digit homers and double-digit steals, but it's going to be in the teens. It's going to be 15, 15 homers, 15 steals. I think it's probably maybe 15-20 is maybe his bat his best, his 90th you know percentile output. 280, 15 homers, 20 stolen bases, something like that, 330. Uh, on base percentage. So I think that's what Von Grissom is capable of. I think the big question, you know, for the Braves certainly is where do you play him? And as John Edwards Kruger says, his defense was bad. And it was, I mean, if he had any type of defense, if he was just an average defender, he would be the Braves shortstop right now. I truly believe that because I think the bat will play. I think he can hit at the big league level, but his defense was so bad that the Braves couldn't, couldn't give him that job. Uh, they weren't willing to give him that job. Um, I know Mass, Mass Boo says, I believe that Sale hasn't been offered a qualifying offer yet. That's an option that could be used on Sale as well. It could be, but it's still it's up to $20 million, I think, now for the qualifying offer. So, uh, And he's at, you know about to turn 36. I can't imagine uh, he would turn that down at his age. You go ahead and take $20 million a year and I uh, I don't think that really plays into the Braves' plan as much. Kyle Johnson, thanks for being an everydayer, listening every day. I appreciate it. Uh, but getting back into the discussion of Vaughn Grissom, I love him. And I love his character. I love his personality. I like his skill set as a hitter, and I think that skill set could be needed in this Braves lineup. It's kind of different than what they have going on right now, but he had no spot on this team. I mean, there's just no place to play him. I mean, he was one of the AAA, you know, MVPs last year could have been and the Braves had nowhere to put him in this lineup so he just he wasn't going to play for the Braves he wasn't he wasn't going to have a spot here unless there was an injury and again I liked having him there for that insurance if there was an injury but he just really didn't have a home and so you know you send him to Boston and I don't know if he's going to play in Boston either I don't know enough about uh, what they have going on over there I hope that's the case and I hope that he has, you know, good seasons over there. And I hope he gets an opportunity to play, that he can stick somewhere in Boston. But he wasn't going to get that opportunity with the Braves. Looking at roster resource on fan graphs, they have him penciled in as their starting second baseman right now. So I hope that's the case. I wish all the best for Von Grissom. I love him as a person uh, and even as a player. Again, I think that is a skill set that is valuable. And it's why I wanted the Braves to keep him, to have him as that utility backup type of player, but I don't know with this Braves roster, unless he just really significantly 
got better defensively, that he was going to have an everyday home. You know, if he really was turning on in left field and that became a spot for him. But again, once you traded for Jared Kelnick, kind of seemed like this was going to happen at some point. I've said all along for Von Grissom, I wouldn't trade him unless I'm getting back a starter with control. And I know that's not the case here. They're not necessarily getting a starter with control. Technically, you have maybe two years of control over him, but I still really, really like this deal because of where the Braves are. And again, I think if you're a Braves fan and you're looking at this deal and how to evaluate it, you're getting a pitcher who has frontline potential for $10 million, and you're giving up a guy in Vaughn Grissom who doesn't have a spot on your team and wasn't likely going to have a spot on your team going forward. So that, in my mind, is how I look at this deal for the Braves. See Miguel Fria saying that it's a trash trade. Um, others in here that are in here don't like it as well. I, I get it. I would love to hear more of your thoughts other than sending a, a trash can emoji. This isn't an Astros comment section, um, uh, but I, I feel like it's a pretty, pretty solid to good, really good trade for the Braves. Obviously a lot depends on the health of Chris sale, but I think this is a really good move for the Braves. I want to get some more of your comments and give my final thoughts on this trade here next. All right, getting back into this trade discussion. And one more time, thank you so much for joining me here live. We're of over 450 live viewers in here. So thanks so much for the trade. Finally, we got somebody, Chris Hester, that says that he loves the trade. I do too. I think this is a, a really good trade for the Braves, a way to get a frontline starter, not have to pay these free agent prices. And again, I like Vaughn Grissom, but you're giving up who I think ultimately is a utility player. Maybe he sticks at second base for a time for the Red Sox. Maybe he becomes a DH. It's not typically somebody you're going to put in your DH spot. But I think ultimately Von Grissom's a utility player. He's insurance if somebody gets injured. I don't know that he had an everyday role on this team unless his defense significantly improves. So I love this trade. Uh, Wales one saying, I'm excited for getting sale. Leland says, overall, a good deal. Um. Brian Jerome says, I'm a Boston fan, unfamiliar with Grissom. What can we expect from him up here? Go back and listen to the second segment that I did on this podcast, but he's mostly a contact hitter, utility type of player, doesn't have a position defensively right now. Again, if he could play shortstop at all, you know, just an average shortstop defensively, I think he'd still be with the Braves. Tom Joe saying a risky trade. It is. It is certainly a risky trade. There is a real possibility that the Braves just gave up Von Grissom and you get nothing in return. If Sell gets injured again and doesn't pitch this year, then you've just given up one of your best trade assets for nothing. So it's risky, certainly, but it's also risky trading for any pitcher. You could trade for Dylan Cease. He could get Tommy John in the middle of the season again, and you would get nothing from him. Same if you were to trade for Corbin Burns. I mean, it's all types of risk. When trading for pitchers, um, Pat says, I think it's a great trade. If you give 130 or if you get 130, 150 innings, 25 to 30 starts and an ERA under four from sale. Yeah. I mean, that's the part of it in order for this to, in order for this to end up being a win for the Braves, I think you got to have Chris sale in the postseason. And again, I've said this before talking about the rotation going into 2024. I'm even before the sale trade, I was not down 
on this rotation. Um, I, I thought, you know, I think Bobby, he said this. I think people don't give the Braves current rotation enough credit. I, I agree with that. Freed, Strider, Morton. I think that was good enough to win you a World Series if they're healthy. Everything I've been talking about this offseason for 2024 is getting arms ready for the postseason. So even with Chris Sale, I'd love to get 130, 150 innings out of him in the regular season. But even more so, I'd love for him to be ready for the postseason and having that type of arm ready for the postseason. C-Mass Boost saying Sale had a 3.71 XERA, 3.8 FIP, and 3.72 XFIP pitcher last year. I'll take that for $10 million easily. Nothing wrong with this trade. Exactly. You're getting somebody who... Again, you look at the expected numbers. Go look at this baseball savant page. And no expected numbers, all that don't necessarily tell you the whole picture, but he was a really good pitcher when healthy last year. My only concern is, is he going to be healthy? Can he give you enough innings? And can he be ready in the postseason? Mike Brown says, Sell is rough on lefties with that sidearm delivery. He certainly is. Um, Pete Boucher Sale has been fragile the past few seasons. Loved his attitude. Great pickup if he can stay healthy. Has lost some velocity too. He has, but again, that slider still a near 40% whiff rate. And again, that arm angle makes it tough on everybody. So I think uh, this is a really good trade. Um, Edward says, they said, come sell away, come sell away. Uh, Talking about Chris Sale there. uh, Pretty good one. Uh, Clinton Darnell Red Sox should know uh, about Von Grissom again I think he's a really good contact player I think he's a great clubhouse guy I don't know that he's an everyday player struggles defensively doesn't really have a home give you maybe 10 to 15 home runs maybe somewhere from 15 to 20 stolen bases good on base good average but doesn't really fit what the Braves are doing and doesn't really have a home with the Braves uh Mauricio Haraya says are we set or do we see another move from AA I think we are set um I still think maybe there's a possibility that the Braves go out and get another veteran I would still go out and take a chance on a James Paxton or a Frankie Montas if you can get them for you know less than five million I would still do that in a heartbeat and really try to put a cap on this rotation. I'm trying to look at roster resource really quickly to see what the current payroll is, uh, to see what this puts their luxury tax number at, because that will, it's at 280 uh, right now. I don't know if that's figuring in the 17 million um, that is being paid from the Red Sox right now, but the estimated luxury tax on roster resource is 280. So that puts the Braves over that 40 million threshold. Um, if they're going to go over that, then just keep going. I mean, once you're over 40 million at that point, you might as well keep going. So we'll see how that number shakes out. But if you're over 277 million towards the luxury tax, then you're already paying the penalty for your draft pick getting moved back 10 spots. You might as well just keep going at that point. So we'll see. I think they're probably done in the rotation, but again, I would love still love to see them go out and get a guy like a Montas, like a Paxton on a low AAV one-year deal, if that's possible with the way free agent prices are, who knows. But I would still love to see that happen if if we could, but most likely done with the rotation. Now you got Elder, A.J. Smith-Shawver, Waldrip, Vines, Winans, Dodd, you know, all those guys. Diavila maybe pushing even this year for that fifth, fourth, fifth spot in the back of the rotation. Jacob Pearson called it yesterday on Twitter on a mailbag episode, uh, but I won't get credit. Well, here's your credit. Sorry if I missed it. 
Um, but there you go. Edward Bransom says everything is a gamble. It certainly is. I, I think it's a very low risk. I mean, going back to the very first comment we talked about, I, I think it's a very low risk. I, as much as I love Von Grissom, I don't think he's becoming an all-star type player. Maybe he becomes a very solid big leaguer. And I think that's possible. I don't think he becomes an all-star player. And you're getting somebody who's, when healthy, a really solid middle, top of the rotation type of arm for $10 million. It just It seems like very low risk to me on the Braves side of things. Um, the Dixon way, why does this feel like we're getting Uncle Charlie Morton 2.0? That's kind of what I led off with. I feel like this is another... Charlie Morton. And I like Charlie Morton. I know some players or some fans out there don't, but I like Charlie Morton, especially if he is your number three, four starter in your rotation, a veteran who, again, when they're on, is still going to rack up the strikeouts. I think he's better version of Charlie Morton because the walk rate is better. So I, I don't I don't know if that was meant to be a, a dig at Chris Sale or not, but I think that's a good thing. We're talking about a Charlie Morton 2.0 uh, right here. I see other people in here talking about Montas sign with the Reds. Sorry if I missed that, uh, but I would still like to see the Braves, you know, do some type of deal like that to get another veteran back of the rotation type of arm. I don't know that they will. I doubt that would be the case, but I wouldn't mind seeing them still do something like that. Um, all right, a couple more comments here uh, before we wrap things up. Again, thank you so much for joining me here on this live podcast, doing this discussion. I'm really excited about this trade, um, and I, I think it's a really good move for the Braves, and I'm really excited to see what Chris Sale can do in Atlanta. It's somebody I wish they would have traded for 10 years ago uh, and gotten, but here he is now backing up this rotation. Now you're looking at Strider and Freed at the top as your aces, Charlie Morton, Chris Sale, the veterans behind them, and then I mentioned the guys you have at the back of the rotation and Elder, you know, Winans, Vines, Waldrip, A.J. Smith-Shawver, develop those two studs, and hopefully one of them takes a rotation spot by the end of the year. So I'm feeling much better about the Braves' rotation going into 2024. Maybe it's not the move you wanted. It's not a Dylan Cease. It's not a Corbin Burns. You're not signing for Yamamoto or Nola or Montgomery or Snell. But I think this was a very low-risk, cheap way for the Braves to get somebody who has top of the rotation potential. So I think this is a great deal for the Atlanta Braves. If you don't agree, let me know in the comment section below. If you do agree, let me know in the comment section below. I'm sure there'll be more fallout from this. Again, we'll be back next week on Monday. I'll have my minors Monday, but I'm sure we'll be doing some more fallout from this trade as well. Maybe even on our midweek podcast, and then we'll have a mailbag, another mailbag episode on Friday. If you haven't listened to yesterday's mailbag episode, go back and give that a listen as well. Well, that will do it for this bonus episode of Locked on Braves. Thanks so much for joining me to discuss this Chris Sale trade. Big news happening on Saturday. And again, Happy New Year. Unless more big news breaks, this will be the last podcast of 2023. So hope you all have a great New Year's Eve and New Year's Day coming up. And I will talk to you on New Year's Day with our next Miners Monday episode. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube if you're new. Hit that thumbs up. A button there as well. Rate, review, and subscribe to the Lockdown Braves podcast wherever you get your podcast. And we will talk to you next time.
Hey, this is Stacey Gotsoulias. DC Lundberg. Ryan Finkelstein. Taylor Blake Ward. Host of Locked On Yankees. Locked On Mariners. Locked On Mets. Locked On Angels. And you're listening to Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. 